which case, then Seraph is Kickstarter is a beautiful uh, kind of cap. Kind of. Kind of. Sort of. What? Sort of. Except he's not take charge though. That's kind of. That's true. Cap also doesn't have any magic. Also true. So yeah. So no, I'm sticking with vision then. So. All right. Hello. We're we're live on the internet. Hello and welcome, internet viewers, to Tales of Jamora, The Kraken's Wake, episode number six. Last we left off, our group of former sailors <laughs> That's what we're uh, and adventurers made it to their destination of Twillin, the fog-bound and rainy, miserable kingdom <clears throat> that is all sorts of spooky. spooky. And... Uh, where nobody goes out at night. And in fact, you must have to have a license to operate after dusk. Which we have. Or to be a Warforged. <laughs> we also learned that Warforged are treated as property and not as uh, uh, sort of regular sentient beings with it, rights. It really just makes good sense. Uh, this didn't sit well <laughs> with some members of the Warforged player. <laughs> Namely, Jacobin, who... Uh, took action against uh, the innkeeper that the party was renting rooms from. An altercation followed, which Jacobin handily won. I don't think there was any doubt about that. Nope. No. <laughs> uh, and upon going back to the ship to spend the rest of the evening, was seemingly accosted by spirits roaming the streets. Uh, but one errant swing changed the course of one poor guard's life forever and changed the course of or ended. Or ended. <laughs> I mean, changed the course of course. as an into as a brick wall. <laughs> that would certainly change the course of it. So, that is where we'll pick up from. So, Jacobin. Huh. The other two guards are sort of holding their hands out. Oh, Nice and easy. What? Just put, put down your weapon. What do you mean, put down my Drop weapon? Drop your weapon. I'm going to hold on to it. Put down your weapon. They sort of point to the uh, guard bleeding out or bled out at their feet. No, no, I think you need to drop your weapon. I, uh, and they, they don't have their hands on their weapons yet, but they're, you know, they start to move and they, they keep them sheathed, but they're, they're assuming sort of a, a threatening stance. I want to shout up to the boat because I believe, you know, who's up there? Tyron Kai's up there. Tyron Kai's up there. Gorm has gone below decks. Hey, didn't you see the spirits or whatever? This guy must have got in the way. <clears throat> he looks, uh, Tyron Kai peeks over the, <laughs> the edge of the boat. This is, you hear, it's, it's sort of faint shouting from the mm -hmm. distance, but you can see now um, there are several figures, and you recognize one of them as Jacob, and it's a big giant hammer. Mm -hmm. uh, and they seem, in, and he seems to be shouting in your direction, and you, you can faint, very faintly hear that. 
he Tyron Kai cranes his neck and turns his head to one side. Say again. Fucking useless. All right, I uh, I flip the hammer over on his head and just <laughs> and let it sit there, like half up. Get next to me. I just cross my arms. All right. So what? What do you want? Well, we had come with a warrant for the arrest of someone matching your description. Got the wrong guy. <laughs> but um, regardless of that, well, uh, the murder of a, of a guard is a grave offense. Now, I think you're using the wrong term. Manslaughter is probably what you're looking for. And it wasn't, like, intentional. He got in my way. I was trying to get some spirits out of here, which really, in the end, would have only helped you guys. So, I mean, what do I got? I owe his family some money or something? Uh, you have committed crimes against Skyrim and her people. <laughs> you just need to sit right here while we wait for backup. <laughs> what do you mean backup? <laughs> You're going to need to go on trial, mate. For what? Did I fucking stutter? No. Faintly in the distance, there's a splash. And quite frankly, I'm a bit confused as to your lack of knowledge that there is no difference between manslaughter and, and murder here. Whoa. I don't know. Death is death. Mm -hmm. So they're on, they're on a pier then uh, that drops straight down to the water? Um... <clears throat> yeah, so they're they're sort of on, they're they're off of the docks themselves, mm -hmm. and sort of in this like square in in the the dock district. So you can see that, and it you would have to exit the ship, go down the dock essentially, and then go maybe another fifty feet to get to them. Okay, Tyron Kai's definitely heading there at top speed. He hears raised voices. It's the middle of the night. Yep, smell of bloods in the air. Mm -hmm. Literally. <laughs> yep. I thought you just tell me where I got to go. Now go there. Once we have some backup arriving, we're just all going to go down to the magistrate's office. The magistrate's office, all right, and I start walking off. No, get back here. <laughs> I keep walking. I've had my hand. I also am bringing my hand over. <laughs> You want to make sure I'll get there safely, I suggest you follow, or at least give me directions. <laughs> they are going to start shouting. So, Tyron Kai, you see mm -hmm. Jacob and just start to walk off. Mm -hmm. And these two guards now pull their weapons out and start running after him. <laughs> and at this point... Um, we're actually going to cut to those of you back at the inn. Yes. <laughs> so, kind of quiet after the excitement of the innkeeper getting clocked twice. Yes. Yeah, twice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. And after some time, maybe about 45 minutes to an hour, um, there are uh, some guards that show up. Um, and they 
<laughs> you see, they, they ask the innkeeper uh, and you know some questions. And uh, for Man Twixen, the innkeeper points in your direction. Yeah, because I'd already talked to guards before. Yeah. And given them all the information about asshole. Yeah. <laughs> the, these are different guards. Okay. Um, do these guards also have the red stripe? Uh, they do not. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes? Are you a member of the crew of the Hammers Folly? Uh, unwillingly, but yes. All right, well, uh, you're gonna have to come with us. Okay. Uh, we yes, we just, there uh, seems to have been an incident, mm -hmm. and we need to ask you all some questions. What do you do? Uh, we'll get to that when we reach the magistrate's office. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, if you hear a knock on your door, boom, 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 and there's a, there's, <clears throat> Excuse me. I <clears throat> readjust my facial gear and open the door. Uh, there's a guard standing outside. Excuse me. Um, I understand that you're a member of the crew of the Hammers Folly. I am. Right. I'm going to need you to come with me. There's been an incident, and we need to ask you all some questions. Very well. What sort of incident, if I may ask? A rather uh, severe incident. Uh, we can discuss it down at the magistrate's office. Lead. Okay. Uh, you also notice um, they also grab Edwin okay. as well. Yeah, I mean, I would assume they would just everybody that was Hammer's Folly. So, okay. Okay. Um, once once Seraph comes down, did, did they tell you how Fucknuts twisted it all up? They're being extremely vague about the reason for our questioning, unfortunately. Great. Yeah, they wouldn't tell me anything either, so this is gonna be fun. I'm not bailing them out. You see, <clears throat> so after about 20 minutes or so, um, you go back through the dock district in order to get to the <clears throat> sort of magistrate mm -hmm. judicial district. Uh, where you see there are uh, a number of guards, about a dozen guards now, uh, sort of creating a perimeter around this scene. And there are a number of um, robed figures um, that are making their way through <clears throat> uh, the city uh, towards them. Um, you do see Tyron Kai there <clears throat> with... Uh, two guards that are sort of standing with you. Is he being detained? Um, they don't have any shackles on yeah. him. Okay. But they are sort of standing there um, 
sort of in a moderately threatening pose, um, as if to act if he were to try anything. Tyron Kai looks painfully like he wants to try something. You also see uh, that these robes are, robed figures, are moving toward uh, a body crumpled in the street, surrounded by a large pool of blood, um, wearing a guard uniform with a red sash. I'm gonna, um, can I break away and just go, like, go to talk to Tyron Kai real quick? Will the guards let me? <laughs> um, when you start to break away, they clap a hand on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. I'm not going far. I just want to see what's going on. Uh, they allow you to do so yeah. while still having the hand on your shoulder. Okay. Uh, and you can see um, a the, the dead guard in the street. Tyron Kai, did you, did you see what happened? No. I heard raised voices. Officers, I'm trained in healing. May I examine the body? The body's already being tended to. Um, give me a religion check. recognize uh, the robed figures as fate speakers, which are the clergy devoted to uh, the, uh, to Ramka, the sort of god of fate, death, and knowledge. Um, They often served as uh, morticians, occasionally as uh, sort of almost like medical examiners, um, but also librarians. Um, <clears throat> it seems there are three of them that are currently uh, looking over the body at the moment. Um, you can overhear them saying uh, that there was, um, that he suffered a grievous blow to the head from a very heavy object. Do I hear um, that too? Yeah, yeah, you're all you're all fairly close enough together, and you you hear this as well, Tyron Kai. Um, very well. I presume that the quiet repose has been placed upon the guards. And they, he just sort of looks at uh, the priests, um, and one of them gets up. Of course. I nod and follow direction at this point. So. After, we'll say a half hour, because the, the magistrate district is pretty close to the docks, actually, and they bring you along at a pretty, pretty quick pace. Um, they bring you to um, what basically looks like a guard barracks. And they bring you in. And you see, uh, when you enter the building, there's sort of a large holding cell where 
Jacobin is sitting in with all of his, his gear. <laughs> and uh, two guards, uh, you, you can hear two guards uh, getting basically reamed up and down uh, for allowing such a prisoner to walk around fully armed and armored. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't help this. <laughs> May cannot help laughing right now. Seeing him behind bars is the best thing. You also see um, Wilhelm uh, is in, not in the cell, but in sort of a, a waiting area. Um, Meloria, as well as uh, Kramer. Uh, you don't see Gorm, and you don't see any of Savelios's crew. <laughs> Great. As is expected. Yeah. So, the guards pull you in. Captain, this is the rest of the crew of the Hammer's Folly that we were able to find. Uh, the captain is a tall woman um, with sort of braided black hair. Um, she's human? wearing... <coughs> what's that? Human? Yeah. Um, she has very pale skin. Um, and she's wearing just sort of uh, leather <coughs> armor. And she's sitting down at a desk, sort of writing. She looks up. <clears throat> yes, have them seated. We'll begin questioning shortly. So. They, um... <clears throat> After several moments of just silence, she um, brings in a couple higher ranking guards who then uh, take each of you individually into separate rooms. I'm assuming, though, that they keep us together. They do keep you two together. Yeah. Um, Jacob, you know that they're basically taking them to like a small, small interrogation room. Mm -hmm. Is there they, a window in my little holding cell? Uh, there isn't. There's not. No. Okay. It's sort of like an interior cell, and it's just like iron bars mm -hmm. on one side with a with a door. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not like closed off. <clears throat> it's kind of like it, like you would see in like a, a yeah. county jail. No, I know exactly. Kind of yeah. yeah. Um, uh, reminiscent, in fact, of sort of the one in deep water, just on a much bigger scale. Mm -hmm. uh, That's right. Yeah. Second time. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Jacob, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just laying on the bench, mm -hmm. relaxing. Yep. Oh, looks like our 
green lighting on. So, the captain sort of then gets up. <clears throat> For the record, I know that there are a great many things that happen at night here in Twilight. But be that as it may, one of my guards is dead. And that is a grave offense in the city. As is assault. So unfortunately, is we will have to bring you to trial. So, what is she standing out in front of my cell? Yeah. <clears throat> Pulling a misty step out of my cell. Oh, dear God. <laughs> behind her. Her eyes widen as she turns around. And I just whisper, no problem, love. And I misty step back in. Oh, my God. You see her go to sit back down. She stops at her desk and then looks back at you. And then goes into, and, and then exits the door, <clears throat> sort of where the interrogation rooms are. Um, there are still uh, a number of guards posted in the room. Um, and they're sort of like just looking at each other. Oh, good gods. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I shout just before she's out of your time. I can do that anytime I want, you know. <laughs> so, this is how Jacob and dies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tyrant Kai. Yes. <laughs> One of these sort of higher ranking guards takes you into a room. Sit down, please. Tyrant Kai looks at the chair, looks at the guard, and as if to prove the point, strikes the ground with his tail and kind of squats off to one side of the table uncomfortably. Um, so I mean, as far as, so it's a very simple, mm -hmm. just long table. <laughs> the chairs themselves um, are the kind that like have a base yeah. and they have a back, but there's like a space in between the base and the back. Yeah. All right, Tyron Kai walks over, turns the chair sideways and attempts to sit on it. Okay. I was gonna say, so that there actually is a space for mm -hmm. Tyron Kai's tail to go through. Um, Tyron Kai's already immensely uh, uncomfortable. Civilization chafes him like a rash. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. Your um, captain's in a bit of trouble. Caused quite a bit of stir down at the docks. Tyron Kai doesn't say anything, but he looks incredibly perplexed by all of this. 
Now, you, you seem to have been fairly close by. From what I understand, you arrived fairly quickly. Can you tell me what you saw when you arrived at the scene? I heard raised voices and came down the dock. I saw our captain there and the dead soft skin. Captain says that he saw spirits all around him. Do you have any idea of what he might be talking about? I did not see them, but that does not mean they were not there. That may certainly be true, but we're following up on everything. He certainly seems to be a very dangerous fellow. As you all seem to be very well-armed and armored. Karen Kai looks very perplexed by this. Yes. He is dangerous. I am dangerous. You are beset by danger. You yourself are dangerous. You might be confusing danger with power. There is a difference between the two. Only to the untrained eye. Fair enough. (coughs) But what I'm asking you is, Do we need to be concerned about your group's presence here in the city? (laughs) If you're as dangerous as you say you are. Tarnkai actually isn't sure how to answer this. Before you answer that, Mm -hmm. May and Twixen. Mm -hmm. Sit down, please, miss. Yes. Thank you. Twixen. Now. Would you like a seat? There's only one chair. There's only one. Oh, you can ask to bring one in. If you would like one. They, uh, <laughs> like, they, they just, they just go right into the interrogation without <laughs> regard for whether or not Twixen would like a seat. We understand that uh, you are actually the one that gave the profile information regarding your captain to the guard patrol that eventually found him. Yes, that's right. Can you tell me exactly why you would lend such a detailed profile? To be very honest, because... Well, I would certainly appreciate your, yeah, your honesty. No. Brutal honesty at this moment in time, sir. My captain... I I don't like using that phrase. Um, Had a little bit of a falling out. You also said that you weren't part of the crew willingly. Were you press-ganged? 
No, no. I'm looking for other options at this moment in time. I see. Is is more is more of an apt. Yes, I'm still a part of the crew <laughs> until something better comes along. Um, and I gave as much information because at that moment in time, I did not know what Jacobin was going to go and do. Um, only that he, I figured he would be possibly arrested a night in jail and given a hefty fine for the assault of the innkeeper. Well. At the very least. He's looking at quite a bit more than that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with our legal code, miss. Unfortunately, I'm not. But There are very severe consequences to what has gone on tonight. Okay. As, as I said, I, so. I hold no, I hold no will towards him at all, to be honest, ill or good. And I'm just trying to honestly be as helpful as possible. We have witnesses say that he struck one of the guards and killed him before I hit the ground. I mean, I, I figured when I saw the dead body in the blood why he would do that, I do not know. But Has he ever exhibited a pattern of lashing out at authority figures in such a manner? Not authority figures, no. No. Can you elaborate on that? I mean, he's tried to kill me. I see. In the heats of battle. But I'm not an authority figure to him in any way, shape, or form. I see. In fact, I mean, the other members of our crew, he's always been very respectful. And again, why I'm looking for new captain ship. See, well, that's certainly understandable. Yeah. As I said, being on the folly was a means to an end at this moment in time. Well, at the very least, is you're all going to be under observation for at least associating with this individual. Yeah, when I, uh, when I saw the body, I kind of figured that mm. there would be something going on like that. We know adventurers, since we are aware that a license for an adventure guild to operate after dark was purchased, and that if one of you certainly powerful, you all might be mm -hmm. of the same threat level. Honestly, that's a fair assessment, sir. And with that, so Twixen, not Twixen. That's Twixen. <laughs> that's Twixen. That's Twixen. Uh, they just, they don't even address <coughs> you at all. I'm property. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if it was not indicated, you do have inspiration. So, just, uh, I know we, we joked about that in our, our group chat off game. 
but yes, no, that, that's actually uh, decreed. So uh, you are led down to another room. Please uh, sit down. Sit. It's a rather unusual group for clergy of Kure. Sort of brings you in the travels of such a company. Missions of import both the faith and for our region itself. You want to talk a little bit more about that? Specifically the region part. The region of Twill. Twillin, excuse me. Yeah. Out of character. I yeah, no, get I, those we, two confused all the time. We, we all get them confused. <laughs> At this time, I wish to exercise my rights to act as the advocate for the accused. All right. I mean, you'll certainly be able to exercise that right, but... We just have a... <laughs> Furthermore, I would like to inquire as to what the charges being levied against the members of the crew of the Hammer's Folly. The crew themselves, no charges. So what is the purpose of the questioning that you're presently engaged in? To learn more about the accused in question. So you're attempting to obtain circumstantial evidence based on his character in order to determine whether or not you can apply the fullness of Twillin law upon his act and not just analyzing the act as is specific and based on his testimony. Oh, there's already a clear pretty clear-cut case. There were, number, there were a number of witnesses that saw what happened. We're simply trying to understand motive. I'm afraid I cannot communicate to you any further information regarding the reason for my mission with the crew of the Hammer's Folly. It is a matter of national security that I cannot speak of. What I can tell you about the captain of the Hammer's Folly is that he is a provincial. He does not know the fullness of the law of our country. Furthermore, while he is very much a blowhard, a dullard, and a fool, he is also noble and would not purposefully strike someone down. Well, he has struck many people down in error, but never purposefully. As you know, <coughs> intent I, doesn't factor in. I do understand that. 
So let me, let me explain to you what your new charge is looking at. One count of murder of an official, which death Correct. is the prescribed punishment. One count of assaulting a citizen, which is imprisonment for one week, flogging, and damages of 100 gold pieces. Correct. And disturbing the peace. Fine of 25 gold pieces and revocation of the night operations license for the accused in specifically. What if the piece was disturbing me? Oh my god, I thought he was going to undo all my hard work at the DMV. <laughs> no, no, no ju- just for him. Just for- <laughs> that was hell day. Punishments will be served from the lesser to the greater, since obviously there would be no use in flogging a dead body in a prison. Now, the evidence for this case is very strong. But it's clear as measured that the evidence for the case is strong, but there is precedent for extenuating supernatural circumstance to have adjustment upon the law. Well, as we well know, Twillin is subject to a great number of upsetting unnatural events. Of course. That's why there will be a trial. But do you have further questions? Not at this time. I'm going to go check out what information that you gave me. And then if it's as you say of national security, you know, I I won't have any further questions for you. May I speak with the accused? As you are claiming to be his counsel, yes, come with me. You are led back out to the room with the holding cell. Uh, The captain is not there. Um, But you see a number of the guards at this point, are now kind of holding their weapons and assuming like a combat-ready stance as if, you know, they're waiting for Jacobin to make a move. Uh, Or or in this case, another move. (laughs) I'm just laying on the bench, eyes closed, hands behind my head. I imagine he's such a cheeky bastard that if he had an apple to eat, he would be eating it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What are you all on edge for? Seems this bloke can disappear and reappear wherever he wishes. So the only thing that's holding him is whether he wants to stay in that cell or not right now. Does the captain know about this? Aye, oh, she does. <laughs> well. Then we'll have a solution for that, but 
In the meantime, and he sort of claps a hand on your shoulder, this gentleman is serving as the accused's barrister, as it were. So, ladies and gentlemen, while I respect and am deeply impressed by your training, I can assure you the fact that Jacobin is inside the cell gives you all of the indication that he will stay inside the cell. Right, well, <clears throat> the, uh, the guard goes over. He unlocks the door. All right. Your lawyer has asked to speak with you. I open my eyes. I sit up and turn and face out. I look to see who's there. It's Sarah. Oh, and, it, and, gonna, uh, and one of the guards that uh, you saw um, basically went with Sarah. I didn't hire a lawyer. <laughs> you didn't need to. Oh, well, does, is this the one provided me? This one volunteered. Now, more daft than I am. <laughs> we ask that you just leave your equipment behind. No, this is pretty important. I need it. You do understand the gravity of the situation. Oh, yeah, I know. You're planning to kill me or whatnot, I'm sure. It's going to stay in the cell. You're the only person in the cell. As you can see, we have a number of guards posted. Nothing will happen to it. And you're just going to be going to speak with your lawyer. Good guard, bad guard. And then you will return back in here. <laughs> what? What equipment is he asking you to leave? Um, basically, you're... you're your hammer and your armor. Because as far as he knows, your cloak is just a regular, you know, it's a weird-looking cloak. But And your your jacket, you can take. Um, that, that's really the only things that he... I would be wearing my armor. What's that? I'd be wearing my armor. You are wearing your armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he wants you to doff your armor. Yes. Get naked. Strip search that. time. Yep. <laughs> time to get naked. Wear clothes under your armor. Some people do. I mean, you should you wear should. clothes yeah. under your armor. <laughs> They're shifting and pinching. Look, and all we all sorts know that Twixen's body is armor, but not everybody else isn't like that. I start Sometimes unstrapping my armor, day, okay? taking it off. Your cooperation is appreciated. Yeah, I'm sure. So, once that's done, um, he leads you and Seraph basically into the same interrogation room that um, he questioned Seraph in. And um, he puts the two of you in there and he closes the door. He, he exits the room and closes the door behind him. 
and so it's just the two of you. What are the odds they uh, try to hang me? They're not terrible unless we can definitively determine that there is some sort of supernatural effect involved. Clearly there is, otherwise I wouldn't have hit the idiot who got in the way of my hammer. Tell me what happened. All right. So, after I uh, punched that idiot dwarf a couple times for talking shit about Twixen, I left, walked back to the boat, started hearing, I don't know, whispering or something. Followed me all the way back to the pier. And I started seeing, as far as I am concerned, spirits surrounding me. Dozens tried to fight them off. I couldn't hit them. I shouted for Gorm and uh, Terenkai's help. <coughs> and then uh, on my last swing, I hit something. Unfortunately, is that poor bloke. Next thing I know, no more spirits. Just a couple of guards and one dead. we haven't discussed your time at home, mostly because you and I have come to respect that we both have things that don't need to be shared, but have you experienced anything like this in the past? No spirits. No. But where I live, of the unliving overtook the town. As far as I know, I was the only survivor. This complicates things. Because if you haven't experienced anything like this in the past, we're looking at Anyone who looks into your past, if they're able to find anything in relation to your town, will be able to identify that you have motive to be unstable. Furthermore, I'll put this bluntly. Please May do. May is not going to say anything positive during her interview. Wouldn't expect it to. You described whispers prior to the spirits. Did they say anything or was it indistinct sound? They're saying you left us behind. Things like that. You left us behind, you left us to die. Always take notes, folks. Note taker. Don't yeah. take notes, ever. <laughs> take all of the notes. Play your character. <laughs> 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 
not give up on yourself for this cause as of yet. Oh no, there's no way they're killing me. I get out of here easy if I wanted. I already showed him that. And if all the gods go down as easy as that one bloke, then oh it'll be God. a cinch. It's getting to a mass murder. Which I, entirely I mean, then I'll be on the run, but. Uh. I entirely understand, but if we are to make any sort of improvement to the state of Twillin, and if we are to bring peace and retribution to those who allowed the undead to destroy your community, and so many of the communities throughout this country, we need to do this correctly, and we need to do it with far less bloodshed, if possible. Hey, what's my intention at all? You hear a, a knock at the door. I think that's our time. I go to the door. Okay, uh, it's the captain. Um, the female? Sorry to interrupt. Just some precautionary measures. And she goes over and has a set of manacles. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, yes. You don't have much of a choice. Sure I do. Uh, and she starts to attempt to put the manacles on. I resist. Okay. <laughs> I hold person. Yes! <laughs> What's to say? <laughs> Wiz 15. <laughs> 13. Good. Yeah! Uh, you are struggling, and then all of a sudden you're frozen. <coughs> My eyes go directly to Sarah. I'm sorry, Jacobin. Uh... <laughs> I About can't. as angry <laughs> as I have ever looked. I cannot allow this. You hear <laughs> a, uh, it's a familiar voice kind of in the back of your head with a, with a bit of a chuckle. I know it seems unpleasant, Jacobin, but I'm having a laugh about this as it seems you are getting your just desserts. <laughs> Norn? Yeah. Uh, she put, <laughs> if I ever make the level 20, he's done. She puts the... <laughs> you, you have to understand. There is a sense of just irony in this. There is only rage. No words, no coherent thoughts. And it doesn't dawn on you the multiple levels of his punnery <laughs> until, the until the iron manacles get clapped on. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah the manacles are put on thank you for your assistance hopefully such measures will not be necessary in the future and I will leave you to speak with your Clients some more if you wish. 
I don't think my client will be interested in discussing <laughs> anything further, despite the fact that I have reminded him several times that we must follow the law to the letter in all of these matters. Sound advice. And I release the hold. Okay. Fully expecting that he's going to hit me. Misty step out of the manacles. You attempt a misty step. Yes! <laughs> yes. And, and the teleportation fails. When that happens, my eyes go wide. Somehow, I am even more red and angry. And I stride up to you. Rear back my head and headbutt Sarah right in the mask in an attempt to break the mask. Okay. Oh, um, oh boy. I would say give me an attack roll with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm assuming we're calling this an unarmed strike. Yeah, this is an unarmed strike. Not gonna be high enough. Two on the die. Okay. Even when my strike hits, I'm gonna be. I mean, I'll say that, you know, you're right next to him, so you hit him, but it's like a glancing blow. It'd be a 10. It, it's smart, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference <laughs> mask. <laughs> Captain, uh, you're seeing this guy. Hi. He is trying to help you. Fuck off. And I walk back towards myself. So the captain and the other guard escort you back to your cell. Your stuff is still there. And they just, they lock the door behind you. Point of inquiry. Yes. The rank structure yeah. of the guard. What is the captain in charge of? Just this post? Is it a precinct area? It, it's a precinct area. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this captain would be in charge of the dock. Uh, the Yeah, the dock precinct, okay. as it were. Um, you know in Rosington that there are a number of districts, both residential and commercial, um, and that um, there are other such buildings located in the magistrate district, as it were, um, but those guard patrols all cover different areas of the city. <coughs> so she is in charge of this particular district. Um, she does answer to a sergeant um, that kind of oversees all of the districts, um, and they ultimately report to the magistrates. Okay. Sergeant oversees a captain. That, that should probably be reversed, but... Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> We're going to pretend we know. Um, <laughs> sure. Well, and, and, you know, there's rank structure. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there, there's an overseer that oversees there, the, there, all the captains. There, there's a colonel, and there's a, okay. We'll, we'll call it the guard's master. Sure. So that it's a made-up rank. <laughs> I like it. Works. OK. 
Captain and I apologize for the necessity of the action that you had to engage in. May I and one of my companions have your leave to depart with the intention of returning. Of course. Uh, and, and you see at this point, they start bringing in the rest of your group. Uh, the rest of you are actually free to go. We, we've gathered enough information. Um, rest assured that there will be some guards posted by your ship as there are some concerning statements made during the investigation. We just want to make sure that the populace is safe from individuals with capabilities that exceed far beyond the general populace. Entirely understood. However, uh, as I said, uh, the rest of you are free to go. Are oh. my hands manacled in front or behind me? Uh, they are manacled in front of you. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. You ask the creepiest question. He has nothing to pick them with. <laughs> sure. So, Jacob and I am staring intensely forward, not at any particular thing. My jaws clenched so tight it may break. Veins popping, face beet red. Have faith that there is more to this than you realize. <coughs> No and, and I leave. Oh, uh, before you go, Master Sarah, you should know uh, trial is slated for tomorrow afternoon. Understood. What bells? Fourth bell. I and any evidence that or be, I guess it would be, sorry, if it's military time, it would be 16, 16 bells. Right. Yeah. <coughs> I and any evidence as per the Twilling Code shall be brought within time. Farewell. Outside now. Oh, yeah. Yep. Is, is everyone coming outside? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. I would. I would. As soon as I said we're free to go. I'd... Edwin very hurriedly followed. Yeah, like Edwin and dust uh, your yeah. hands off. Yeah, basically. Um, mm. All right, Twix, let's go out. Wilhelm just goes over to the to the bars for a moment. Don't worry, Jacobin. You all helped me out once. I'll make sure we help you out. I don't have much to say. He just gives you a nod. Nor does, do I think Jacobin even hears him. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but. 
But yeah, everybody kind of piles out. Kramer, perhaps it would be best to get back to the ship or wherever else you all might be staying. If at least what I understand to be true, probably not safe on the streets at night. Yeah, I don't want to make it easier for the guards. Why don't we just all stay on the ship in one spot? And again, it'll be safer for us to walk back as a group. Edwin voices a, a single voice of dissent as the room's already paid for. And he would very much like a comfortable room. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. Comfy beds. But if nobody else wants, wants to go, he's not going to go wandering through the streets of Rosington <laughs> on his own. So how many, how many rooms did we get again? Uh, you got five rooms. Okay. Okay. I, I honestly a nice bed and a bath sounds very good if possible. If possible. <laughs> At least laying down in a bed. Well. If you wish to stay, did you already purchase the rooms? Yeah. Then yeah. you should probably stay in the bed. Okay. We will hold down the ship. You got it? Don't worry, my friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Wilhelm, Kramer, Meloria, um, Korath. Mm -hmm. Uh, will, you know, go back to the ship. And you notice there are, uh, um, I mean, there's, there's two guards that say, actually, I'm assuming there would probably be guards there's two guards that actually follow them, escorting. uh, and they go back to the ship. Yeah. Um, uh, the rest of you make your way back to the, the inn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Well. <sighs> Seems there was mighty dust up, wasn't there? The yeah. innkeeper asks you as you. Yeah, how are you feeling? Oh, well, I got a raging headache, but uh, thanks to your uh, contraption, I, I'll feel just fine. I'm glad Twixen was able to be of help. All right, well. I'm trying. This is really weird for me. <laughs> I'd imagine y'all want get some sleep, so. Yeah, um, got a quick question. Any way a girl can get a bath around here? Nah, well, we'll whip you up a bath. Thank you. Thank you. May. Yep. May I speak with you a moment? Uh, and the innkeeper, he takes off. 
Uh, it looks like there is a, a separate sort of uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see he opens the door and there's like a large tub, large tub in and, there yeah. that, um, you know, he begins filling with water. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you do notice there is indoor plumbing in this place. Interesting. Um, you guys are used to seeing it in deep water. Yeah. Which is weird for a community that small, but you, you're, with the exception of Tyrant Kai, <laughs> enough of you have been in large enough cities to know that large cities, particularly ones with a gnomish presence, yeah. have some semblance of indoor plumbing. Yeah. Um, so he, he fills it up um, and begins like lighting a fire under it to heat the water up. But yeah, so he's, well, he's he's kind of out of well, earshot. Well, he's doing that. Yes, Sarah. Quick out of character clarification. Yep. Um, I know, and it, this is just to remind me. Yeah. I know that when I was in my room on the Hammer's Folly, <coughs> after my little outburst, that discussion of the cause of the... the the nature of the outburst was had. Does everyone in the group know, or was it just Jacobin, or I've, I've forgotten? Oh, like, who knows, like, when you had your outburst, uh, what, it, what, what that what, meant. What that meant, yeah, no, May has no clue. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, all, they, all they know is that you got angry, and you Ooh. sprouted ephemeral golden wings. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You grew some wings. <laughs> and you shouted. Um, yeah. And May was a little bit scared and probably peed herself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, some folks could roll a, I would call it a history check, <laughs> if they wish. No. Uh, for some of you, it, it would probably be a very, wouldn't occur to May. For some no, of it you, it would, be, it would be a fairly difficult DC, but yeah, I, I'm just trying yeah. to. So no, so they just they know what happened, right? But uh, Jacobin's the only one that knows the that, significance that, of that. That's aware of the context. Yeah. Okay. As the only other native twill. I'm going to be more direct to you than I've been in the past. Okay. I'm putting a great deal of trust in you as I am being this direct. What are you trusting me with? <laughs> it took you a long time to come back after the registration. I know Rosington better than most. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in the specifics of what you were doing. What I am interested in, however, is the greater generalization regarding why you are here in Rosington and in Twillin. Because this is not the sort of thing that someone like you would choose without a reason. Well? Yeah, let's go with honesty, because that's been the flavor of the day. You've heard of the queen. I have. And you've 
heard that she's gone missing. He chokes up. I have. Now, why I am here is because there have been rumors that I am here to either confirm or deny that she is actually alive somewhere. Can she roll insight, please? <laughs> yep. I mean... Let, let her roll insight, please. Courtney, <laughs> please roll please. an insight check. Um, 16. Despite the mask, you detect a flood of emotion. You don't know what it is, but just like his yeah, like when posture you, like, shifts. Like when you're trying to hold back sobs and you're just... Well, and, and there's sort of a subtle shake to the shoulders and the arms. Did you know the queen, or? I'm going to tell you what I've told Jacobin. Okay. The full details of who I am and why I am here of our greater danger for you to know than for you to not know. But we inadvertently share objectives. And despite the fact that he is a buffoon, and despite the fact that he has led to your near complete death on more than one occasion, His motives are not stable. Well, nothing about him is stable. <laughs> Definitely not anymore. But it is my judgment that Jacobin will be of benefit to us in both of our missions alive. And as such, I urge you to help me prove his innocence, despite how much I know that is distasteful for you. So with that, um, can I like have... My eye is twitching a little bit at that thought. Can I have each of you just roll, uh, just straight up intelligence check? Ooh. 14. Not better, 12. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that's enough for the two of you. When you say that, you each 
both have an idea, different ideas, but for the same purpose, is since you are both on missions concerning what amounts to national security is you think it might be worth petitioning your respective organizations to see if they could intervene and try to either get this sentence reduced to take death off the table or some other method in order to uh, keep Jacobin at least out of alive. The, out of the hangman's noose. Yeah. Um, you think, in particular, naval intelligence may be pretty interested to hear what Jacobin's capabilities are, uh, especially being a native twill. Um, you might have a tougher sell. Yeah. Uh, considering um, whisper tricky fingers. Yeah. Um, you know, doesn't necessarily like loose cannons. Uh, and killed uh, killed one of his one of the one, guards one of that was guards. was friendly yeah. to uh, to wrecked. the organization. But but I you could know, spin it. it. It's a thought. I could spin it to the fact that he can read shit up. Yeah. And if we're yeah, that the, going the, into the Rose Gardens and the ends, rituals... The for, ends might justify the means. So. I mean... After this, uh, at this point, kind of the innkeeper comes back. All right, Missy. Your bath is ready. Oh, thank you so much. What was his name? Uh, what was his name again? <laughs> it's whatever. Right. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Right. Before. So. Before. You're not here. You don't get to talk, Jacobin. <laughs> you hear Jacobin's voice in the back of your head. You, That's what he would have said. <laughs> you, before you leave, yeah. I lean in and say, I know the success of our mission is of utmost importance and that you will connect with whoever your mission comes from. But you and Twixen need a plan B. Take him to the outskirts and have him discuss the Iron Blossom with the Forlorn. Okay. North, south, east, west. <laughs> and, and then I sort of go back and sit down. Okay. And with that... I'm going to go take a bath. <laughs> we're going to take a break. 